BridgeBank helps breakthrough ideas actually break through and remains dedicated to providing financial solutions to those committed to leveraging innovation to make the world a better place. BridgeBank, a division of Western Alliance Bank. BridgeBank, be bold, venture wisely. Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio, it was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Adi Bolaños in San Francisco. Big Sur is cut off again thanks to landslides on Highway 1 caused by the rainstorms earlier this month. Now supplies are being flown in, and as we hear from KAZU's Jonathan Linden, residents along portions of the scenic highway may be stuck for at least another three weeks. A CHP helicopter prepares to pick up groceries and supplies lined up along a closed portion of Highway 1. This spot is part of an over 30-mile span of roadway that has been closed for two weeks. The intense storms in early January triggered three severe landslides that Caltrans crews are still working on cleaning up. Jessie McKnight has lived in Big Sur for over a decade. She says the community is always prepared for tough situations like this, but that this time, it's different. We're all pretty used to these closures, and for some reason this time, I feel like the community has really boiled over. The closures begin an hour south of the city of Monterey and then just north of Hearst Castle. Caltrans is advising everyone within the closures to stay off the highway, even where it's clear of debris. McKnight says many residents feel those restrictions are too harsh. You know, there's a lot of frustration with locals right now because in our heads, we're seeing that the road is pretty clear and folks are driving it but there's still this closure in place. But Kevin Drabinsky, a spokesperson for Caltrans, says even if the highway looks clear, that doesn't mean it's safe. It's really difficult when you see that a roadway appears that you could take a vehicle on it to not consider both what's below the roadway, if that's undermined, or to consider that there's a slide that is ready to go at any moment. Caltrans expects to have most of the landslides cleared within three weeks. For the California Report... I'm Jonathan Linden in Big Sur. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to affect the lives of children in California. Those impacts are particularly devastating for kids of color or kids living in poverty, according to new data. KQED's Daisy Wynn reports. Researchers with the advocacy group Children Now found significant racial disparities, with Black and Latino students trailing their white and Asian peers in academic performance. The pandemic really just exacerbated inequities. Ted Lempert is the president of Children Now. He hopes the state's investments in early childhood education and mental health services will make a difference. 
we're seeing some stronger policy progress in the last couple of years that hopefully will push these stats not just back to where they were before the pandemic, but you know, much stronger. The data also revealed some promising news. COVID relief benefits lessen child poverty, and California is making progress in providing health insurance for all kids and graduating high school students on time. For the California Report, I'm Daisy Nguyen. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. This month, California issued first-in-the-nation safety guidelines for employers of domestic workers, people like cleaners, nannies, and caregivers who have historically been excluded from occupational health and safety laws. KQED's labor correspondent Farida Javala-Romero explains. About a week after the massive 2017 wildfire tore through parts of Santa Rosa, Socorro Diaz got a call from one of her clients. They asked her to clean their home, still standing in an otherwise incinerated neighborhood. When she arrived, she found the house full of ash. After days of handling and breathing that all in, without a proper mask or gloves, she says her skin itched, her head hurt, her nose bled. Diaz says she doesn't fault her employers. She figures they didn't know about the dangers. In California, domestic workers fall into a legal loophole. Workplace safety and health regulators say that under the labor code, they have jurisdiction over most workers, except for household domestic service. More than 350,000 mostly immigrant women are not legally protected at their place of work. UC Santa Barbara professor Eileen Boris has written history books about domestic workers. She says there's a couple of reasons they're often excluded from these laws at the federal level and in most states. First was the legacy of slavery in which women of African descent were defined as domestic workers and did not need to be paid. Second, that this is considered work that it's the obligations of wives and mothers and daughters, so why should it be paid or considered worthy work? Boris hires a house cleaner herself, and she's one of the employers who participated on a statewide committee, including workers and experts, that developed official safety guidelines for the home as a workplace under a new law. These are not anti-employer guidelines. These guidelines are to make a safe home space for all who live or work within. 
the guidelines recommend employers not ask domestic workers to clean ash from wildfires, fix the roof, or do any work that requires specialized equipment or training. Also, to label toxic substances in a language the worker understands and provide protective gear, like heavy-duty gloves, when necessary. But these best practices are voluntary. In 2020, Governor Gavin Newsom vetoed a bill that would have required the state to extend occupational health and safety protections to domestic workers. In his veto message, Newsom argued the proposed legislation would be too onerous for home employers. People feel that this is going to be burdensome, that their home is their private world, that the government has no right to be in their home. But advocates say the guidelines are only a good first step to make domestic worker protections equal to those of everybody else. That's the aim of new legislation Los Angeles State Senator Maria Elena Durazo plans to introduce. We have to adjust. We can't be living, you know, in the past. And this is definitely a legacy of slavery. Durazo is confident this bill will pass, with the voluntary guidelines as a building block. For the California Report, I'm Farida Javala Romero. And that's the California Report for Monday, January 30th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Madi Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from Hint. Fruit-infused water in over 25 flavors like watermelon, pineapple, and blackberry. No sweeteners, no calories, in stores or delivered from drinkhint.com. Stanford Healthcare, alerting listeners to the critical blood shortage in the area. Now is the time to donate blood and make a difference. StanfordBloodCenter.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Futures, which bets early on exceptional people making the world better, on the web at schmidtfutures.com. Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out The Bay Curious Book. I'm Katrina Schwartz, editor and producer on The Bay Curious Podcast, and I'm here to let you know that for the month of May, we've worked out a sweet deal for KQED podcast listeners. Right now, you can get The Bay Curious ebook for $1.99. That's right, $1.99. Just search for Bay Curious wherever you get your ebooks or find the link in our show notes. This offer does expire at the end of the month, though, so you'll want to act on it fast. Happy reading! Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. Hi, I'm Sasha Coca, host of the California Report magazine. Every week, we bring you stories about what connects us in the giant, diverse, golden state. Because what happens in California changes the world. I love this place. We were once seen as, like, the place to be California. The land of milk and honey, that's where you go to Sunshine State, but we just have challenges right now. KQED's California Report magazine. New episodes drop every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts.